enough silence. Okay, and we are back with the professional degenerates. I'm having my first repeat guest on, which I'm Very really first. excited about. Love Kay, it. the sovereign man. Yes, sir. Man. Yeah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, honestly. Yeah. So cool to have you back since so like meeting you at that first gig. It's like yeah, fucking, yeah. you know. It's quick work, you know, from meeting each other to doing two episodes. I know, man. So I know. Cool. Well, you know, the podcast is, you know, growing gradually and, uh, you know, we'll quickly get the live studio audience to, you know. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Look at the fans. Yeah. So how's it been? You know, just doing these couple, these last couple of episodes. I've seen, I look back, you had like five new episodes or something. Yeah, man. I've just been like pumping them out regularly, but it's been fun. I've had some cool guests on and I've got some even cooler guests coming on. Oh, there you go. I've had a tattoo artist on. I've had, um, I'm getting some burlesque dancers on. Oh, wow. And then I'm getting a bunch of, a mob of drag queens on eventually. And, That's uh, mad. That's yeah. mad. I had a friend ask me, like, where do you meet these people? Like? I was about to ask the same thing. How do you get in contact with burlesque dancers? Well, right down? Here's the, the burlesque dancer I reached out to, but I like was referenced to them by someone I met. And right. like, I met them through the drag, uh, they were referenced through the drag queens. People say, like, where do you meet these people? And it's like, this is what you do. Friday, Saturday night, you drop a tab of acid, you go wandering through Northbridge, and I guarantee you, you'll, you'll find some fucking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to try that. I'm you should. Just wander through Northbridge, King Street, and shit everywhere. See you what's should. going on. It's it's the tits. Like, it's, it's the fucking best. I um I actually met a new, uh, like, film uh, producer sort of dude who, like, or camera studio thing, and I'm going to have him on too. So it's like a photographer, content uh, assistant creator, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm, I'm have really, him on as a guest. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna employ him as well. But oh, okay, I'm also yeah, gonna yeah. have him on because I think it like that's fucking kind of interesting shit. It is, it is. Because so, that's a big variety you got there, you know, from the tattoo artist, burlesque dancers, camera guy. That's yeah, all well, sorts of people. Well, like uh, I've I've kind of thought like I'd love this podcast to be for creative people, right. performing performance artists, creative artists, and visual artists. You know, and we just kind of come on and talk shit, and yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just goes to show there's degenerates everywhere. Exactly, doesn't matter what field they're exactly. there. Exactly, they are everywhere in the cracks, yeah, hiding, yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. for their moment. Yeah, yeah, it's the fucking. They abound, man. They fucking <laughs> abound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are nature's scumbags. But um, I had a show Friday night, which I was really, really proud of, considering how brutal my material was. Right, where was that at? It was at the old mill. Comedy Factory. Old Mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fremantle? South Perth. South, South, South Perth. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. South Perth. I was really, really happy with it. Speaking of which, um, when's your next gig? Uh, I just got I just got booked for some gigs later in the year. But right now, I'm kind of on like a hiatus. I've got right. an album coming out really, really soon. So, so soon I'm, after I'm, your next one? Uh, yeah, oh, the last the one last was an EP. So that was a tape I put together with Dim Slim. Right. Shout out Dimmer. But this next one is like, you know, returning into a full proper album. We're going to do the whole rollout. And we've already begun doing that. So I wanted to I wanted to kind of maybe free up everything I had coming before it. So once that album comes, mm. then you'll start seeing me outside more and trying to push all that. But sure. for now, I'm trying to just build the hype for it. You know, you don't want to oversaturate yourself. I suppose, yeah, no, I, I can definitely, definitely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you don't want to stretch yourself too thin. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it's... Especially when you're like working a, a day job already. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking energy thing, you know? So it's like you, you certainly don't want to be 
going to all these live gigs, committing to all these live gigs, and it then fucking tough, have bro. a day job on the side, and then be in the recording studio. Maybe like, at first. At first, you got the energy for it. But yeah, then yeah. It turns into work. Yeah, Very yeah. Gradually, you're like, I, I gotta yeah. work this, work through this. Exactly. Well, look, anything you monetize, you try and monetize, eventually turns into work. Truly, yeah. I hope I turn this podcast into work, but for I'm, now, it's just an OCD passion. Yeah, I mean, it, that's the goal at the end of the day. But exactly, as long as you're passionate about it, yeah, you can you can soldier through it. Well, like I fucking, I've always found the type of people who create something to display to others like and others get to judge it criticize it praise it all different kinds of reaction to it so i've always Uh found like the people who are brave enough to create something artistic and present it to the world very very fucking interesting people right and like they've always been a kind of fringe part of society like if you, you go back to like to fucking like what's the oldest fucking creative artist we can think of da vinci yeah da vinci yeah yeah, yeah. The likes of shakespeare i don't know what yeah, yeah. period they were from but yeah yeah renaissance well that was from, da vinci late 1400s but um like you know he was like they're always these fringe people and they're yeah. always got something strange and weird yeah, about or like them. a tint of madness a tint of madness yeah. yeah 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 like uh like and it's funny to see, though, like, you think that they would have things in common with other creators, but really they don't. Mm-mm. Like, I watched this, fu- I was reading up this fucking thing about Da Vinci and Michelangelo, who were contemporaries at the same time. Oh, okay, they were yeah. like, what's a good example? They were like Biggie and Tupac. For right, that time. right. Yeah. Undertaker and Kane. I Pretty much. Exactly. I see. Exactly. And they, Da Vinci didn't like Michelangelo. At all? No. Damn. No, no, no. What no. a hater. Yeah, I know. It was a bit of a prick. But because like Da Vinci was always dressing real fucking fancy right. and always throwing these ridiculous parties. So he had some drip. Exactly. Okay, yeah. But Michelangelo was kind of like me. He kind of just dressed like a homeless person most of the time and oh, didn't okay, really yeah, care yeah. what other people thought of that. So they're really operating on like two different ends of the spectrum at exactly. the highest level. Exactly. You know and what? Of course they're going to bite heads, you know? Exactly. Two different people. Precisely. Um, and Da Vinci was a sculptor first. No, sorry. Michelangelo was a sculptor first before he was a painter. And Da Vinci was just a traditional painter. And he thought sculpting was like a cheap man's artwork. Oof. But then, like, I remember reading the book and it was like, uh, he fucking, uh, when he unveiled the statue of David, like Da Vinci was like gobsmacked because, you know, it's the greatest statue yeah, ever yeah, yeah. carved by the hands of man. And he was like, you've left nowhere for mortal man to go because it's like... So he that, still had some shed of respect yeah, for Yeah, exactly, end, especially yeah. after that. So it's like interesting to see that kind of replicate in modern day people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you've got, um, you've got like rappers these days or I see a lot of them, they're always fucking flexing on... Yeah, yeah, do man. Braggadocious. Braggadocious exactly. as hell. I mean, me and my mates were always talking about it. We we call it a necessary evil. It's, it's almost something you need to have to give you that drive maybe to to compete, mm. to have that ego and keep it in check. Yeah. You know, some people can't keep that ego in check. It it runs rampant and it's it's still part of their art, which is, you know, you gotta It's it's funny though, like uh, it's funny you say that in compar- in comparing it to like comedy though, stand up. Because mm-hmm. in stand up like I, I think it's necessary to kill your ego. Oh, okay. Like, you know, I totally see where you're coming from yeah, as far yeah, as yeah, rap yeah. though, which is like, 
you need to be braggadocious, you need to have this persona, whereas the, the comedian's a clown. Like yeah, he needs yeah, yeah. to he's a clown that gets to make fun of other people, but he's not the kind of, he never wants to be like taken too seriously. If you right. Know. Right. You never you really want I mean? to be above the, the audience or the crowd. You kind of exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think the people who go to like see rappers perform and listen to rappers, they kind of want their rappers to be at an elevated position. Yeah. For the know? most part, that's exactly what they feed into. Mm. But yeah, that's interesting, killing off your ego. I do feel like there's there's some niches out there that mm. that definitely applies to. There's small corners and small pockets where I guess killing off your ego is, mm. you know, a good thing in that aspect. But for the most part, I find it to be the opposite. Yeah. For rap, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I definitely think, though, that no matter what the uh, performance is, like whether it could be, and like I've, I've spoken to a few different creative and performative artists now, they are, you have to be willing to kill off like a huge portion of shame. Like, oh, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, like, um, shame might not be the right word. Um, I might be looking for a better one, but I can't think of anything right now. You're on the right track, though. Yeah. But I remember talking to the, the drag queens, and I was like, it's like, it, for me, that's uh, like, I fucking saw their show mm-hmm. and I was like, that is fucking like a huge amount of effort because yeah, yeah. most of them are incredibly gymnastic, like aerobic and acrobatic and athletic. And then they put on, they do it in all of these ridiculous fucking clothes. Yeah, full on, yeah. And then a fucking full face of makeup. And it's, it's like, crazy. I seen it overseas shit. in Bali and I was like, you know, Bali, they always take it that one extra step. Yeah. I'm like, this is, yeah. this is a sport. Exactly. This, this is no game. It's this like, is it's a huge fucking thing I look at and I go, this is, this looks so fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. And most people watching it probably don't even realize it. Like, cause it's not something you kind of think about. Right, you know? right. Um, it's funny though, the fucking fuck you, Robert. Um, just get fucking weird. Yeah, get fuck Robert, man. Yeah. Come on now. Actually, he's a good dude, but I don't know. We have a kind of homoerotic relationship. Oh, okay. It's one of the, the boys. One of the boys. Okay, yeah, 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 no. yeah. That's safe, bro. Yeah. That's not homo. That's yeah. not homo. That's just the boys. Pretty much, yeah. It, it was fantastic hanging out with him because he came up to see my show Friday. Right. And a, f- a huge amount of my friends who'd never seen me perform came out. And it was... Uh, it was a really, really great time with all of them. I was really, really happy with my set. Um, but Robert was one of the only, was the only mate to come out afterwards. And that oh, was okay, me yeah. and two other comedians went out. As soon as we hit that first bar, me and one of the comedians go into the toilets, rail some molly yeah. and drop half a tab of acid. That's crazy. This was last Friday? Yeah. And then we go to the court... We drop another half tab, rail another line, mm-hmm. and then we get kicked out of the toilets for doing drugs. And it's like, this That's is, the, this it's is the, court. the court. Come on now. Yeah. You know what happens. Exactly. Here. You got to be exposed to this I, moment. I agree. It's like, if Freddie Mercury could see the state of gay bars these days, you know, <laughs> he'd be fucking yeah. spinning in his AIDS fucking yeah, ridden He'd be mad. He'd be yeah. mad. He That's would, crazy though, yeah. having that, um, you know, that first show where a conglomerate of all your close friends come. Mm. I had that. Recently, when I put on my, my first personal show for um a sing uh for uh yeah single slider, yeah. and I'd have I'd had friends come here and there over the past year. Story time. I keep forgetting to do it. Oh yeah, story time. Oh look at that. 
Yeah, so... Oh, uh, any, anyways. Yeah, so first performance, and all your friends yeah, were there. How did it go? It, it was sick. It was a dope performance, but... It, it really does hit different when you've just got all of them there. And it's, so, it's almost like a payoff for the hard work. It's just a small mi- milestone you tick off. Yeah. Like, and it's, it almost validates it in a, in a sense. Cause it does. For a yeah, while, yeah, you've yeah. been driving like mad into the darkness. And yeah. like, no, I can make it work. Yeah. And, you know, you get a couple of, uh, like odd looks, odd looks here and there. Yeah. But when you finally get them all there and it, you have something to show for it. Yeah. Like that feeling, man. It's, it's incredible, though. Tell me how this is for you. Because I really think that. I'll be able to like, I genuinely think with, you know, my style of comedy, my sense of humor yeah, and doing this podcast, I genuinely think I'll be able to make a, some point of living. It'll yeah, take yeah. a while, but I genuinely think that. And my friends think I can too. And they're like incredibly supportive, incredibly honest with some of their criticisms that's good. and honest feedback, good. which it's like, that's what you want with friends. But my family, or the bulk of them, mm-hmm. are like, Alex, there's no way you're going to fucking do this. Yeah, I was it's... like, I'm just thinking to myself, though, there are people less talented than me who put less work in mm-hmm. and are way more successful. Yeah, I think, especially with family, I think it's it's out of love, isn't it? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, no one wants to see your family. Yeah, that's I, the only I, reason. I know where it comes from. Yeah, But yeah. yeah, with me, I'm, I, yeah, I overly believe that I'll definitely make some sort of living off what I'm doing. Mm. You have to. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's, if I'm able to just, you know, skim by and make a living off it, well, I'm, I'm beyond happy. I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super satisfied. You never satisfied. have to do a day job again. Actually, I'll change my, I'll, I'll say I'm <laughs> super satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, there's always goals and you're exactly. always trying to push for something. That's what keeps you, yeah. that's what keeps you going, man. Yeah, it's like exactly. Engine. Yeah. And what's, like, I'm really blessed to be like, I've had to work with a few really good comedians who do do this for a living right. themselves. And um, I work with like um, Emo, the comedian. I forget his last name. Uh, after the last show, I went and followed him. Emo was joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, funny dude, dude man. Funny dude. Funny yeah. dude. And he's in Edinburgh now. Yeah, I see him. I'm like keeping up with him. He's paid shows and things in Edinburgh, yeah. which is like African incredible. Aussie, mad show. When and he's like, back, I'm going to go see him. Yeah. For sure. And he's only done like. I believe he's only been doing comedy like four or five years. That's mad. Which is mad. mad. He puts in a ton of work though. Right, right. He's an extreme, when it comes to his craft, he's an extremely hard worker. You know, there's a fucking, I'd love to get him on the podcast just to pick his brain. eh? I feel like he'd be an incredibly interesting dude to fucking have on. Emo Majuk, you heard it here first. Mm. We know you're degenerate. Yeah, you're going to have exactly. to come up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're riding your dick, Emo. Okay, I'm we love you, man. Glizzy riding crazy. Now. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm getting hell hard into these energy drinks. I never used to be so far into them. I used to hell like those ones. That's the, the zero, zero Ultra White Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, I used to... Before, like, work when I was working my nine to five. Mm. Two every morning yeah. at least, just to keep me going. So what is your nine to five? Oh, man, I've done everything here and there. I've done delivery. I worked at Vizzy, you know, folding boxes, making boxes. Mm-hmm. I worked as a TA trade assistant for a friend's company. And right now I'm just working uh, down at Fremantle Ports doing import exporting. So ah. that's a way better job. It, it frees up my, my weekends. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm still in that nine to five life. If yeah. You call it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got this on the side and both incomes are, you know, compi- compiling to make mm. this work. Yeah. I mean, I, I work at a bar three nights a week and then I'm on call for like two or three other bars. Right. Generally, I glam like four or five shifts a week. Mm-hmm. But like, that's are you, so much better than fucking FIFO work anymore and electrical work. 
You know, I, I look back on the time being an electrician and I think I'm just glad I was doing something rather than doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. But I'd fucking would much prefer never to go back to it. 100%. You know? yeah. Yeah, it's like, a different environment, man. Exactly. Like if my fucking comedian career never kicks off, I'd rather just be an extremely high-end bartender. Right, yeah, Get yeah, really yeah. good at making cocktails and fucking working a bar. Yeah, because man, I was working in a, in a bottle of two bottle of for a while. I was <laughs> well, one of the best jobs, man. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so good. Yeah, I know. Like, making fucking cocktails is Yeah, so that'd be fun. dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never get hit on by the women you want to when you're working. Just the ones you don't want to? No, just the ones you don't want. Beggars can't be choosers, bitches. Precisely. You get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I had a. I mean, I'm still flattered, but yeah, uh, I mean, of course, you know. I mean, I had a cocktail the other day. Actually, it was yeah. a a Texas turkey. Yeah. I think, and it was meant to be like a wild, a wild turkey kind of, yeah, 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 some bourbon. And you know, I'm at a cocktail bar, and it's all cocktails, and I'm like, you know, I want to get the manliest sounding drink. I'm getting mm. the Texan turkey. Texan Th- turkey. I think it was called that, and it instantly comes out in like a wine glass. Like all my other mates got like the full. Like whiskey, bakers, yeah, yeah, and, and I got. Like I'm like, man, this is Tumblr it. Always Tumblr. backfires. Yeah, I almost yeah. think like it's a setup. Like, look, is that a thing? I mean, look, the the way I think is, you got to know when, when ordering a cocktail. And I've been drinking cocktails for a long time. I I love a cocktail. Yes, I'm not fucking shame to admit it. Um, I always look at what's going on in the cocktail. Right. Is it a fucking sweet cocktail? Is it a rum cocktail? Is it a tequila cocktail? Vodka, bourbon? What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. And then I figure out what's the mixer? Is it a fruit mixer? Is it a fizzy mixer? Is it a fucking liqueur? Yeah, You yeah. know, there's so much going on. It's a lot, man. Yeah. So you've got to know what your tastes are. And I love trying different things, but I'd say primarily I'm a rum and a juice a rum, rum mixing juice? with juice mixer. Oh, that's so an odd one. I mean, I like it because, yeah, yeah. like, my favorite cocktail, or certainly the one I enjoy making at the bar I work the most, is the Cannibalist. It's a fucking amazing cocktail. If you ever come down to that bar, or if I'm ever out with you, I'll make it for you. All right. What it is, it's spiced rum, uh, Malibu, Midori. Okay, okay. Blue Caraco, sugar syrup, lime juice, and pineapple juice crazy all um garnished with some lime you had me until the pineapple juice i i don't like pineapple drinks no no i have it on my pizza right but just in my drinks you don't think you can tolerate it with like that with mix tolerate it tolerate it yeah for sure i can for sure i can but would i go for it never like if we're out and you order i'm going to drink it i'm going to finish it for sure but i'm a super basic drinker like my favorite cocktail is a long island it's not a bad choice it's not Look, it's it's a safe bet it is uh, no one fucking it does the job who doesn't like a long island you know true yeah i feel like the only reason you don't like long islands is because you have ptsd from too many long islands it's like oh, okay, you have a yeah, night yeah. out where you've just i've had fucking way too many long islands yeah me know? and my boys don't learn we don't get ptsd that's not, nice. a, that's not a word in our yeah, language yeah 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 that's a very degenerate trait yeah, it is. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Down at our local tab, they do ten dollar cocktails mm. on Fridays. Yeah, and it's just it's just a mess every time. Yeah, we should fucking definitely plan a night out, like a Saturday night out after I close up the bar, because usually the bars open at ten. Uh, yeah. closes at ten thirty, eleven. Right. Yeah, but I'm down. I'm. Yeah. It might not sound like it, but I'm a night owl. You know, I'm. Yeah, oh, I'm same. always in the city. You no, know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. meeting new people and yeah, seeing new spots for sure. Yeah, fucking just. 
do some of the, some of the goodies and fucking go uh, <coughs> and see where the night. You heard it here first. Man, <laughs> that that tab of acid I had on Friday night. Was, yeah. That was the first time I've done acid out what I call in the wild. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, normally yeah. I do it at a house or at a bush, and let me tell you, man, it was fucking amazing. I was firing on all cylinders, telling jokes to people. Yeah. I was in my psychedelic onesie out in the city. And people just came up to me like I was a shaman and yeah, just asked me fucking <laughs> yeah. questions like, man, tell me your story. And I was like, bro. <laughs> Have I got some for you? I know. Right? <laughs> and it's like standing in the smoking area at the fucking connections, looking at all the towers. It's like those fucking towers are wobbling, bro. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, the man, f- I've had acid tabs like four times now. Oh. And I went like, it's the funniest thing every time. Dude. Every, the amount of... Like, I've taken it every time in like a, with a group of people. Yeah, yeah. The amount of inside jokes and just oh, stories you walk out with is insane. Man. First time I did it for my my 21st birthday, yeah. we rented an Airbnb. And this is the first time pretty much most of us have done it. <laughs> it was funny afterwards. Yeah. But in the moment, hands down the most chaotic thing oh, I've ever been a part of dude. in my life. Like, I feel like everyone should try psychedelics. At least lifetime. once. You gotta At try, least yeah. once, you know. You can't Ideally, look- what you want to do it is... Like, I fucking... I think I've tried it three or four times this year alone. Yeah. Um, but ideally, I feel like you want to try it three times in your life. Early 20s. Yep. Uh, mid-30s. 50s. 50s. You break that up because I feel like you would enjoy it in different ways at different That's ages. That's what I was thinking. I can't you imagine know? how I'd receive it when I'm 50. Yeah. Man, it'd probably be amazing. Yeah, I imagine I'd just be some old hermit, like Master Uguay. Yeah. Just for knowledge yeah. and wisdom. My time has come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my work here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. This is why I could not have children. I would be... Just way too supportive of anything. Oh, man, I'd ask them. Like, yeah. it, it's like, oh, you know, if they came home and I found drugs on them. It's like, where did you get this? And it's like, oh, I don't want to say. Give me his number. <laughs> I need more. some too. <laughs> would you pay for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better than yeah. Me. Let me sample it first so I know it's safe. <laughs> and then I need to say it's shit and keep them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just hide it. Like, yeah. nah, these are no yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, these are no good, man. Yeah, you don't want to try <laughs> this your first time. Oh, oh man, nah, fuck. nah, kids out for us. Nah, definitely not. Nah. I certainly do feel like, again, like I don't fucking begrudge anyone having children if that's what you want to do, do it. Oh yeah, for sure. But I do feel like there's a, a huge portion of our generation is getting this attitude of like, man, we have been let down like by our leaders. We've mm-hmm. been let down by governments we've been let down by like our social institutions we've been let down by like the 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 people who run the economy the people who run real estate um we've been let down in so many ways i feel like our generation is going um man fuck this let's just make a good time of it Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's, it's like you know no one's going to be able to afford a house soon and then and then exactly and then nuts and then people are going to say, then the older generation is, oh, well, you, you people don't work hard enough. And so I worked as a Sparky for eight years and yeah. I saved up like 70 grand. 70 grand could buy you fucking five houses 
back then, thirty years yeah, ago. For sure. You know, you could that was the that was the twenty percent deposit back on houses thirty years ago. But now, now it's not even fucking twenty percent deposit on one house. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's it's just no way to combat it either. Nah, it doesn't seem like it. Eh? People living in their car saying they're beating the housing crisis. Yeah. What? The, no, the house crisis. Be, be there. That you've yeah. been the house crisis. You lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. lost. You're up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know that's that's the same kind of kids that playing Chasey. They get tagged. They're like, I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm out. You know. Yeah, and yeah. they say they won, but no, you just quit early. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like ridiculous. fair habit. I don't blame you for quitting. For but sure. like, no one does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I the Elon Musk and uh, fucking Jeff Bezos between them have a net worth greater than the GDP of most countries. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's That's insane to me. And they have an absurd amount of wealth. It's, a, it's, a ridiculous it's amount crazy. of wealth. And it's like... I'm not really a socialist or a fucking communist for that matter. But mm-hmm. at some point, it's like... How the fuck are we morally justifying these people having this much wealth when there are still fucking homeless people? You know what I mean? Yes. And it's like, granted, you could argue that a lot of homeless people put themselves there, but it's like, just because they put themselves there doesn't mean they deserve to be there. Mm, and it's a like lot don't as up. well. Exactly. A lot don't put themselves a there. A lot. You know? And like, you know, they fucking don't deserve to stay there. It's like, eh. and this is why it comes to degenerates like us to subvert the culture. You know, there's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. We got to yeah. do what we have to do. To make exactly. Sure exactly. We've got to encourage drug taking. Exactly. And promiscuous sex. See, this is what I've been saying exactly. to people, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're a service to the world. Precisely. Precisely. Exactly. You need people like us. We're pretty much exactly. dark Avengers. Like, pretty bro. much. We don't get box office hits. But no, no, no. No, no, no. And, uh, you know, we, boxes and do hits. we don't unite the world. You know, we don't save the world through the power of friendship. You know, no, no. no. <laughs> we save the world through, you know, waking up one morning and people say, Jesus, what did I do last night? It's like, Alex, you know, you slept with a bloke last night. Oh, is that what I did? And it's like, yeah, yeah. in fairness, he was wearing a dress, but it's still yeah, a bloke okay, and it's okay. like, oh. Is that a true story? No, that's not oh, a true I story. I would love to hear about I, that. I bet it would be. I bet it could be true someday though. Like I'm you totally just see it happening one day? Like, I, Look, I've had nights out where I've definitely woken up and I wondered what happened. Yeah. I've, oh, yeah, man. And it's like, I definitely haven't woken up to a bloke yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in the cards. It could happen, like okay. legitimately, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. And like- I wouldn't fucking be upset if it did. It's like, well, Jesus, that's not necessarily what I planned. And, but these things happen, you know? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. I'm sure if uh, Charlie Sheen still is alive, I'm sure Charlie Sheen <laughs> will testify that, that, yeah, these things happen. You say, did Charlie Sheen die? <laughs> no, nah, I feel like he's gone any day now, though. Oh, okay, yeah. <sighs> you know, I missed the whole Charlie Sheen scandal. Like, whatever happened, I completely missed it. I mean, oh, man, it's like... It was kind of like a running thing for a few years. He had, he locked a prostitute in a cupboard. He beat a porn star. Um, Shit. It, 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 I think it got shut down in the media a little bit, but he knowingly gave uh, people HIV and AIDS. So he's like prototype Ezra Miller. Like, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. He right. was, he really was. Oh, um, shit. I think he, like way back in the 80s and 90s, uh, when like, I think Hollywood was much worse then than it is now. So I hear, yeah. Um, is, 
there was a there, there was someone who came forward and they said oh he he uh, molested me on the set of this movie and it was a boy and yeah this boy got molested by Charlie Sheen and uh, Charlie Sheen was only like a teenager himself at the time but it was like uh, I think it was like an 18 and 19 year old he, he was 18 or 19 and then the boy was like 12 oh okay you yes. know which is not fucking great you know? Yeah, that that definitely constitutes. Like, That's definitely cool. right. Yeah, you know, on. it's like. But the thing is, as you get older, the gap, like the age difference, matters less. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Because it's like I have friends. I'm 24, and I have friends who are in their early 30s, and it's like that age gap doesn't mean a whole lot now. Whereas if I was like, when when you when let, let's say you're like fucking eight or something, and someone's even just three or four years older to him. That you look up to them so much more. That's a whole adult. Exactly. Yeah, that's a yeah. whole adult. Pretty right much, there. eh? Hundred percent. Yeah. Like you can, they can make you believe anything when you're fucking mm-hmm. that age and that much older than you. Yeah. It's just the disconnect you have, mm. I guess, with those those in between years. Yeah. Also, I think it's a physical thing, which is like, and uh, if when you're eight, someone who's four years older can beat the shit out of you really easy. Oh yeah, for sure. But when you're twenty, someone who's four, like the, the age difference, isn't. A factor, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know you ever had the shit beaten out of you? Yeah, by some cousins. It's always, always cousins. But I feel like I feel like it prepped me for strangers or anything. Mm. I think the the earliest form of torture I can remember, <laughs> and it, it goes it goes really well what we were saying about the age thing. It was me and my cousin who he's about two years younger than me, mm. and he's bullying a younger cousin, and he's got him on the floor. And do you know what a typewriter is? Yes. And you just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hysterically laughing. I think it's hilarious. I start walking away. And now his older brother has got me. He's put me on the ground. He's doing it to me. No. And he's saying, I'm not stopping till he does. Fuck. So he's like 20 meters away from me. I'm, I'm literally dying right now. I'm trying to yell out to him. Yeah. Stop, please. Because yeah. I'm getting fucked up. Yeah. This. And you know, that, that scarred me. Uh. I'm not going to lie. You can't, you can't touch my chest without like a reflex. Yeah. Like, yeah oh, yeah. what are you doing for yeah. do that? Oh, fuck me. I remember I got, I had a similar thing as a child where I, I talked up to my eldest brother a little bit and he fucking punched me in the chest so hard. Fairness, I was being a little shit, mm-hmm. so I probably deserved it. And to be honest with you, I look up to that. I still look up to that fucking brother today. So it's like warranted, fair. Taught me a valuable lesson in though, which was like, don't chat too much unfair shit. Right. I still chat a whole lot of shit, but I'm smarter about it now. You know, I don't chat shit to people who aren't chatting shit themselves. Okay. Which is funny at a bar I work at because I get so many Glaswegians down there, Scottish people from Glasgow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, they, they are the most full of themselves people I've ever fucking met. No joke. Man. I don't know if I've ever met someone from there, like personally. Man, they are so full of themselves. They think they are the toughest people on earth. <laughs> and they're not unless they're surrounded by like five of their mates. Okay, yeah. Then and they've got like, some strength to them. Exactly. And then they, they think... The only reason they think they're tough is because they come from like a poor football hooligan town. Right, right. And it's like, first off, if you're going to war with other people for a fucking game of soccer... Something's going on. Something's you're pretty right. stupid. Something's not right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I've seen I've seen some brawls at soccer games when I used to watch my mates play, and they happen quick. You know, I can I can imagine what and see why they happen. Mm. Then when you build that culture of like, all right, something's gonna happen today. Mm. I'm like, what? 
Are we even playing soccer? Yeah, exactly. Just, just prelim for a fight. I, I think that the problem is, and I have a lot of respect for like soccer athletes because they are fucking amazing athletes. It's crazy. You see how like they run and they sprint and shit. That it's, yeah, and those it's, quick mm, bursts that they can do. Yeah, it's, over and over. It's, it's insane. Um, but I feel like the reason why people, the fans, get so violent off the ground is because there's not enough violence on the ground. Like, oh, okay. You know what I, I like mean? That theory, yeah. It's like. You don't see too many punch-ups at boxing matches, rugby matches, or footy matches, or MMA fights. They're already getting their fix. They're getting their fix. It's yeah. like, we came here to see someone get their head caved in. We're going to get it. And none of us hate each other here. We're all having a beer. We're all fucking enjoying it. That's, some- that's a tight theory. I like yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I... I don't think I've seen not one punch-up in like a proper league game. Exactly. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, It's because it's too fucking entertaining what's going on the field you know it's like i remember the fucking i remember i was watching state of origin um like 10 years ago with my dad and it was the funniest thing a fucking new south wales player yeah state of origin a few years ago you know new south welshman punches a queenslander and it's like oh they're fucking going at it Yada, yada, yada. And then after the fight's been broken up, the ref comes to talk to him. And then the commentator says, oh, wait, he could be in trouble here. And it's like, like, you think? (laughs) And that's the attitude that like uh, fucking rugby players have. Right. And it's like, I think that like commentator was a Queensland supporter too. Okay. And he he was probably like, no, nah, that was fair. You know, he punched our player, but these things happen on the field. Yeah. And then- I, only, I only just watched my first State of Origin game, the one that just passed. Yeah. We're at the pub watching it and a punch up happens. And I'm like, oh shit, this, yeah. is this a big thing? But everyone's, you know, it's normal to them. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. So they're just going to keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is some hockey shit right here. I know. Yeah, hockey's Another mad. one too. Yeah, yeah hockey's mad. I, I got that game on Xbox and played yeah. with my bro. All we do is you press Y yeah. and you just drop the gloves and start <laughs> fighting. Like it's it's the funniest thing. It's, it's like, fuck these Man. sticks. Let's just have a fight right yeah. now. Like over and over. The funniest, I love that attitude to hockey, which is mm-hmm. the umpires are like, Okay, we're not going to break it up until someone yeah. hits the floor. You just see them, they all slide over and just start watching. Yeah, start watching. Like, I want a fair fight. Start playing some yeah. bets and shit. Yeah. So good. I wonder if you can bet on that in hockey. That, that has to I'm be. sure you could. That has to I'm be. I'm sure yeah. you could. Maybe not on like the sports bet sides, but there'd have yeah, to okay, be yeah. some kind of... I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, that, there'd have to be some kind of... There's some funny way. bets I can, I can imagine. Going yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, people gamble on who's going to win the US election and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know... I'm sure you can make bet place multi bets like uh, um, a fight is going to break out at this time and it's going to be between this and this fighter and this fighter is going to win. I'm sure you could place yeah, like a yeah. three bet multi on that. Yeah, I could. I could definitely imagine that. Yeah, in any sport, I can imagine that. But mm. yeah, mm. any sports fighting stories? Go on. No, I didn't play a lot of sports growing up. No, I did. Um, I did a lot of. I, I danced growing up. Dance. Yeah, I was in a hip hop dance crew. Cool. Uh, so I pre- that pretty much took up the the majority of my formative years, and the dance scene isn't what it is now. Back then, it was, you know, we were doing a lot of cheer comps, so it was like just a lot of really hot, fit chicks everywhere. So there wasn't really no space for for violence. Look, that's not a bad thing. I never complained about it. Never, not once. Mm. Never, not once. It was great, you know. Yeah. Look, I love to dance. I'm just not very good at it. Oh, okay, okay. But when you're pissed or high, you don't really care. Right. Speaking of high, how good was that fucking edible? That, uh, I didn't have any. 
You didn't have any? No, nah, last time. No, nah, I didn't oh, have any. Man. I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily have um, edibles. I don't, even, I don't even smoke much. I haven't smoked in like... I don't do edibles a huge amount either. Yeah, I But I, I tried... After a few nights, I thought I would leave that in the fridge a lot longer than I did. Uh-huh. But I thought the other... Like a few nights after the episode aired, I did that edible. And it was the fucking... Holy shit, was it good? Fuck yeah, It was man. just... Man, I was... Do you know that feeling when you're driving and you lose track of time... And then oh, suddenly yeah. you've driven a kilometer and you wake up and it's like, oh, I wasn't even fucking paying attention to the road then. I just went into autopilot mode. Yeah, 100%. You know yeah. that one happens to you? There's a, there's a full-on term for that. Yeah. I've forgotten it now. But that yeah. happened, was happening to me like every five seconds in the kitchen making food. All oh, right. So like I am making two-minute noodles and things like that and then suddenly I have the peanut butter jar in my hand and I don't remember getting it out of the pantry. And it's like... How the fuck did this get in my hand? That's good. That's efficiency, right? Man, there. that was a that was a ball of fucking edible. I need to hit it, Lucian up for more. Yeah, man, he's he's always got the good stuff. He has a lot of homebrew as well. Him yeah, mate, yeah, him and his mate. I might have to that. I might have to cut. Well, next time you guys do a show, I might have to fucking. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I think yeah, we got one coming hell soon. I, I won't say anything too much about it. I'll leave it to the big man himself. Okay, but yeah, super soon. You know, it'd be sick to see you there. Yeah, I also got to come down to one of these next um comedy shows. I've oh. seen this one Thursday. Yeah, well, I'm on the yeah this Thursday at the Fremantle Comedy Factory. Which... Are you on that one? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I was going to come down. To Fuck that. yeah! Just, I just seen the posters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to this gig. I've heard it's an amazing room, mm-hmm. and people have often been right about when a room is amazing. Like I was. Yeah, yeah. The comedy lounge is awesome. I enjoy it. It's fun, but the uh, the room is forever changing. I feel like because it's such a big room, it's right in the heart of the city. It attracts all different sorts of people. I could do one set one night in front of one crowd and they love it. Same place, same set, same delivery, crowd's not buying it. Right. So is that kind of like the the place to go when it comes to comedy? Is that like? I feel like it's a great learning place to do comedy. It's like you don't go there with the expectation that you're going to do amazing like Mm-hmm. You you might you might bomb at any gig, right? Yeah, but of course. Uh, I've had good gigs there and I've had bad gigs there. Um, but it is a fucking enjoyable place to to do it. Um, but then I've go. never been. It, Comedy Lounge, man, it's amazing. Yeah, fucking, I see a lot of vid- videos. There's something about just the bright yellow background. When you're, yeah, when you're yeah, it's like, oh, it's gosh. it's it's kind of entering an iconic. Uh, phase in terms of like in terms of Perth nightlife, eh? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, Yeah. especially if they keep going at the rate they're going. Yeah, man, it's like it's a really popular gig. They put on really good shows. Uh, I'm on there at the. I won't. I mean, I will because this podcast isn't massive yet. I generally don't promote my shows yet. I'm still kind of in the stage of my career where I'm just focused on getting good at comedy. You know, before I really start promoting shows and things like that. But I am on there on the 27th of August for the funniest five competition. Which I hope I don't have too great a competition. <laughs> What's that? The funniest fight? Yeah, it's basically where they put the the uh, it's competition. I, I don't know how many people are involved on it. It can't be that many because I've asked the the, the venue people and they said, "Oh, you only need a five minute set," which okay. makes me think like they. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure if there's only prizes for the top five. The or if they have like, like ten to panel. fifteen competitors, is it yeah, yeah. judged by the by judges or the audience? Or? I hope it is not judged by judges. Uh-huh. Um, I hope it's judged by the audience because 
there are, I won't say who they are. Most comedians are really cool people, really fun people. Even if they're, even if like your humor is not necessarily their humor, they appreciate good joke writing and good delivery and things like that. And if yeah. it gets a reaction from the audience, they can see that. So they're not super judgmental or, or shitty that way. But there are a few comics who like, uh, you make a joke about a certain something and they get like really easily offended. Oh, wow. Which in my mind, it's like, I don't know what, I don't know what you're doing being a comic. As a comic, and being that's a, like yeah, a exactly. Of interest exactly, right? F- you know. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, I understand a, a, a comedian being a, a offended at a joke. That I understand. Some comedians have said things on stage that I find offensive, but mm-hmm. like when you're trying to be a comedian, you've just kind of. I think you should say to yourself, "It's like, mm, yeah, I didn't like that joke, but I'm not going to make that comedian's life hard for them." You know, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing yeah. their thing. They're like, yeah, everyone's got the right to be offended, yeah, but yeah. if you fucking perk up and like say shit, especially as a comedian, I, I feel like it makes you a real asshole. You know, sure. you know. I know for me, like when I watch, I watch a little bit of comedy mm. a lot of stand up on like Netflix or say mm. I've never taken offence to anything mm. said on a comedy show and I, I'm a young black dude there's a lot of jokes that can be targeted at me yeah, yeah. that I can watch but I think it, it just comes from such a genuine place of trying to make me laugh exactly that I can yeah, never yeah. be like oh he's trying to offend me mm. so I don't, I don't know for me I'm really I'm not really into getting offended by comedians I don't think mm. but you know everyone has a right to be offended and everyone does get offended yeah I do kind of think our generation, though, people say our generation's like this mm, politically correct pussyfoot generation. Mm -hmm. I I do am feeling, though, I feel like that's the wrong image. Granted, there are a lot of loud people who have the microphone and get offended by things, but I really feel like our generation is this, most, for the most part, really chilled, laid back generation, especially when it comes to humor and performative art, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it seems like it's Gen Z, that is. Seems like millennials uh, and like boomers are way, way more easily offended than I know us. they're slightly older ones. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, going to yeah, say, because yeah. I think a lot of the cancel culture and the PC is coming from the ones that are just a bit older than Exactly. Us. You, know? you know, we're kind of just in the firing range. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. control a lot of the traffic on the internet. Exactly. So yeah. there's not too much to interact with. Pretty much. And not a lot of people go against the grain. If someone says this is bad, then there's a whole boatload of people saying this is bad. Most people are going to say, yeah, it's probably pretty bad. Yeah. Just well, I fit in. I think the fucking, um, well, definitely to fit in. Mm-hmm. You're dead right there. But I also just think the people who are offended generally make the habit and make the practice um, is uh, generally make the practice of... Um, being the loudest person in the room, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so when someone is the most offensive person in the room, they generally make their... They they seem like there's a lot more of them. Do you know what I mean? It's like sure. an echo chamber, you know? Let's say you're in a place where it echoes a lot. If you yeah. whisper, you're not going to get much of an echo. But like if you fucking shout, you're going to think there's a lot more people there. Something like that. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, it kind of makes some sense. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm getting it. I'm mm. getting it. Speaking of being a black man who likes comedy, I have yeah. a joke I want to run by you. Yeah, no, run it, run it. Run okay. It. This, I came here like he's going to run me some jokes. I'm here for it. I am. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll run a few jokes by you. Once Some I've used on stage, some uh-huh. I haven't. This one I haven't used on stage yet. Um, so I have this bit where I talk about my dad, how he's been racist and things and like that. Right. And then there's the sexist transphobic bit. 
I've done a joke about the sexist on transphobic on stage multiple times. It kills. This next bit, I'm not sure. I, I, I think it's... It's not that I think it's offensive because I've done far more offensive jokes and it's got to laugh. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it will hit. I don't know if people will get it. So, here's a joke. I was like, my father's racism. You know, my father's not hardcore racist. He just says shit that's like mildly offensive, you know, something that might make you feel uncomfortable. Not uh-huh. attacked, but uncomfortable. You know, you might be at a barbecue and he might say, um, oh yeah, let Tyrone fry the chicken. He'll know what he's doing, you know. That's not as that's not as bad as, you know, burning a cross on Tyrone's yeah, lawn, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not just there yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thoughts? Sure. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. I think that maybe it might be dependent on the delivery. Yes. Especially on stage. Yeah, of that, course, yeah, yeah. You yeah, definitely yeah. get that off. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. No, I'm... I'm I might try that this Thursday. Give it a go. I'll, yeah, you know what? I want to be. I'm going to be there too. So it'll be you know, cool to see that. It will be cool well. to have you there, man. Eight o'clock Thursday at the at the. Is that when you're on? Uh, no, no. I'm fourth on in the first half. Oh, it's at the start of the event. Yeah, I've oh. seen the I've seen the lineup too. They've got some wicked comedians on that night. I literally didn't even see the lineup. Oh, they saw... they don't release the lineup. Oh, okay. Night, I was going to so say. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. the the big dingo. Yeah, 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 show yeah, yeah. I, I like, They free. they released the lineup privately. Um, and yeah, I've seen it, and it looks really really good i won't say who's on um because yeah. i won't be able to recall all their names but i have seen some of the names and there's some people like i'm really really impressed um and i've seen and yeah i'm really really looking forward to seeing them awesome um, Should be a dope night for real. nah nah they're fucking there's a lot of promising comics there. there's brandon who i think his episode is being released this friday all right. Speaking of which, oh fuck, I didn't fucking promote the fucking Sam Sargent's episode today. What a cunt I am. Unlucky Sam. Sam, Unlucky. I will fucking rectify that immediately after this episode. Also, I was going to offer you, I've got two steaks in the fridge, and I promised you last time you were here, I didn't get around to it cooking a oh, steak. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, no, we can have a feed after. Came for a steak? Yeah, of yeah, course. Fuck yeah. Nice. Um, Sam Sargent, that's such an interesting name. I know, I know. Wait, 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 who is that? He's this really funny fucker. He's, yeah, he, he is one of the, like, as far as open micers go in terms of, like, the new young talent. Right. He is one of the, the funniest ones out there, I reckon. Oh, mad, mad. He, he goes for it like I do. He really doesn't pull punches and things like that, you know. Is that his birth name, Sam Sargent? Or? Yeah, it's his birth name, eh? Because when I first heard it, my first thought was, oh, is that a rapper that I don't know? About? <laughs> that is a sick name. That it is, is an awesome name. Yeah, right? that's a, I could see yeah. that on like a rap bill, you know, yeah. Sammy Sargent or, you know what I mean, for sure. Yeah. It's funny though, we were talking about offensive people, things yeah. like that. Well, I had a comic on the podcast earlier and he is funny, uh-huh. but him and I have a very different style of humor. He does a little bit cleaner, a little bit more offensive. Vinci going on here, Sorry? I see. Michelangelo and Da Vinci going kind on? Kind of, there? but I like this guy. That's okay, the difference. Yeah, so, um, but he is very, very funny, but he, his humor is just a little bit more clean. Like he's a very typical white dude, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, got a safe girlfriend and things like that. All right, by the books. Not by the books. Nice job. Probably never done drugs in his life. All right. Um, but yeah, he, th- that's who he is. And he hears some of the jokes I say and he was like, Man, they are funny, but you're brave for saying that shit, you know? (laughs) I kind of feel like what makes you... What certainly makes me more comfortable on stage making jokes about uh, trans people, black people, uh, women and things like that. I certainly think it comes from a place of, oh my God, I hang out with these people all the time at concerts, 
gigs, gay bars, nightclubs, things like that. So for me, it's like I'm around these people so much and I interact with them so much and I have a good relationship with these people and I admire a lot of them. So for me, it's like I'm very comfortable making fun of them, you know, because I make fun of them to their face as well. You know, I joke with them, I interact with them. Do you know what I mean? Which is like where he says he's like, I'd never do that. And I feel like, well, maybe it's because you haven't interacted with those people. Maybe because you, yeah. Yeah. They're almost like, it's almost like you haven't gotten the chance to humanize them yet. They're almost like an alien. They may as well be an alien because you haven't interacted with them that much. Do you Uh know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, so when I hear a lot of racist jokes that I don't like, Mm. it's always because, it's not because I'm offended Mm. Or or whatever it's because it just wasn't relatable mm. as black men. The best the best jokes Are as relatable. a black man is when it's like he's not fucking wrong. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's yeah, not yeah, wrong yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, that, yeah. They're the best yeah. ones, especially when it's the the more relatable it is, the more deep pocket it is. It's like yes. oh no, you really have to yeah, yeah, like yeah. know what you're talking about to exactly, make that kind right? of joke. Yeah, which is why I thought that fucking joke was funny. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's it's a stereotype. But yeah, it's yeah, like some sure. stereotypes are funny. And also some stereotypes are true. You know what and I mean? There's, there's a joke that Dave Chappelle does where he talks about he's not from the hood, mm. but he never, you know, goes to correct anyone about it. He yeah, just yeah, likes yeah. to perpetrate it. He says he grew up, these parents did well enough to grow up poor around white people. <laughs> and it's my favorite yeah. joke. It's so, it's so, it's so yeah. true. Dave Chappelle. He would have to be like... On my personal uh, Mount Rushmore of comedy. Uh, yeah, he's on mine. Yeah. Very recently, when he was his younger acts, uh, his younger stand ups, I didn't like too much. Mm. But now that he's kind of matured into this almost like. Titan of comedy. Yeah, yeah like. Yeah, he, yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. He's definitely on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Along with Cat Williams. Cat um, Williams is great. Not on my personal Mount Rushmore, yeah, but yeah. I do find him very funny. So he's the opposite. His old things I used to really like mm. and all these old movies and shows. Like, yeah. Oh, his, his movies are funny. His movies, yeah, his movies are so funny, good. Yeah. yeah, but his delivery is funny as well. And for I, sure, yeah, yeah, it's 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 so over exaggerated. I'm just laughing at what he's. It's 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 such a weird laugh that I give him. It's yeah. like, why are you even doing that? It's not I don't even, know. It's not funny, but I'm laughing. Yeah, I know. It's his <laughs> delivery. He's just this master of delivery. Yeah. I mean, that we're talking about his like uh, stage persona and like the way that you can put him in front of a certain crowd that no other comic can function in. And this is like where he thrives. He's, they were talking about it on a podcast I was listening to recently. I'm very upset I've forgotten it, but it'll come back to me hopefully. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about how he went on stage in front of this really hood ghetto crowd and these people were shouting and carrying on and things like that. And there were other comics waiting off stage and they're like, man, we're not going to be able to shoot jokes off up there. We're not going to be able to do this. Was this before he went on or after? This was before he went okay, on. Okay, before, yeah. Cat Williams walks into the building, goes on stage and destroys. And like they were saying that like no one, there is no one who works with a chaotic audience better than him. Because right. most like when everyone's trying to heckle, when everyone's trying to fucking destroy the comic, most comedians can't survive. I certainly couldn't. Like yeah. I, I can take a bit that of that sounds fight. like a tough environment exactly. to make people laugh. Yeah, I can take a bit to. of exactly. I can take a bit of flack for sure. I think every comedian has, but when the whole audience is wanting to be in on the action and shit on you, and there's this Cat Williams who can go up and just fucking own the room, just control it and move with it, it's it's amazing it's to mastery. see. Yeah. Gen- genuinely. But in terms of Mount Rushmore comedy, I'd say it'd have to be Dave Chappelle, 
Billy Connolly, Norm McDonald, and Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. I'd know the middle two people that you named. Billy and... Connolly? Yeah. Norm I haven't heard of them or seen their material. You would probably... Billy Connolly... I mean, I don't know if you'd like Billy Connolly. Maybe you would. I love him personally. He's what made me want to get started in comedy. Okay, yeah. But I feel like anyone who has like a good sense of humor will love Norm MacDonald. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Dave Chappelle, yeah, Cat Williams, as I was saying. Um, Andrew Schultz. Schultz? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's so, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love watching him right now. Mm. Who else? I'm only just catching up on a lot of Bill Burr. I've missed a lot Bill of Burr's what, he's, what he's done. Anthony Jeselnik is another one I like. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, his name is Matt something. I've forgotten it. Seems like a New York dude, like white guy, very timid. And his delivery is very like... I know the one. And he, he, he kind of talks like this. That's yeah. exactly Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I, his stuff I really the like. The name eludes me, but I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah, I find him very, very funny too. Yeah, yeah. In Good fact, jokes. I, his jokes are so well crafted. Yeah. Really well delivered too. I actually, funnily enough, I, I work... I work... I perform with another comic... Um, Martin Darcy, who actually reminds me a lot of that comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Martin Darcy. Shout out anyone who's interested, go give him a look in. He is a funny fucker. I'm trying to get him on the pod. He is, yeah, he's another one of those local Perth comics, which like, who's young, who's like just killer. I think he's amazing. Okay. He was there at my first performance ever. And I remember I always look for like a new joke to use on stage right before I go on stage. Like most of the stuff I go out there, I've written days or weeks before and then I thought of using it the day of the show. Do you kind of get inspired by watching people before you? Certainly, certainly. It definitely gives me ideas. But he went up and him and I were both wearing a flannel shirt and he has a mustache and I have a beard. And I went up where it's like, I went on right after him and I I had to do it. I was like... I've got to say it. And I went on stage and it's like, yeah, a big round of applause for my brother. Um, <laughs> both wearing a flannel, both have facial hair. And it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you can tell by my facial hair, I'm the one who deals drugs to kids. And okay, uh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell by his mustache that he's the one who deals kids, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's and he, good. I came off stage and he was like, that, that was very funny. And so like, I was kind of nervous because it was my first show ever. But I just saw an opportunity and I had to take it. But he was so cool, man. Yeah, that's was... a ballsy move. That's sick. Look, uh, I, I certainly don't think you want to be timid by... You don't want to be intimidated by your audience, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's an awesome comic, man. I, I can't wait to see what he's going to do oh, yeah. later in his career. Young Perthcat. What did you say? Isn't Martin Darcy? Martin Darcy. Martin Darcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like there's a lot of young, cool cats coming up in this comic scene. I'd say so. Which like, reminds me of just like the rap scene. It's just like we've got the same thing going on. Yeah. Young cats. I, that I, are nuts. I think, to be honest, I think it's kind of like a new generation of entertainers coming through because yeah. I think, hats off to the older generation. There's so many amazing ones of them. They are really funny. But I do, and this doesn't apply to all of them, certainly, mm-hmm. but I do think there's an element of the older generation which is just like really timid when it comes to jokes so timid it's almost like it's paralyzing their sense of humor right i could be you know maybe i'm speaking out of turn there because i haven't been involved in comedy that long i haven't uh i am still very new to it there's a lot of comics i haven't worked with but just from what i'm seeing so far you're on a observation exactly yeah 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 yeah. I, i hope i'm wrong like i hope i'm wrong i hope there's uh 
And it certainly doesn't apply to all of them. You know, there, there's one comedian who I love, Corey White, who is... Fuck, he goes for it. That's he it. fucking goes for it so hard. It is hilarious. That's dope. Yeah. yeah What's your Mount Rushmore rap? Let's talk about that. My Mount Rushmore... This, this shit can change any given day of the week. I get that. But my, my really solidified ones, 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, Drake... And then see those three. After those three, that's when it kind of gets that like fourth uh, one gets difficult. Yeah, like oh, who who can I think of right now? Mm. Kind of situation. But yeah, I, I just think it's it's them three really. Oh, J Cole. I like J Cole. J Cole and maybe yeah, maybe just those four. Or maybe who? That's who I draw from a lot, especially when I was starting out. You know, imitating a lot of the rappers I look up to mm. is very much those four. I can't honestly say I'm. I love watching all performing arts, and I'll, especially when it's live, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I'm super into rap. But Fifty Cent is always someone that has stayed with me. Like, Fifty Cent is yeah, big guy, man. I remember when I was watching him. I remember the earliest re- recollection of him was like when I was seven or eight, and like Saturday Morning Rage on ABC. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been in the club or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the club, um, candy shop. Um, a little bit like that shit like that that was kind of like this fucking he came out of nowhere and everyone was interested in him and uh yeah he he was really fucking cool in that and uh yeah so he he's kind of always been that he was probably the first rapper i got hell hard into he he was mine as well yeah it was uh some years ago i was young i was like eight nine or something Mm. and it was mother's day and because I'm a nine-year-old with no fucking money, I'm like, mom, I'll get you a present. You just have to buy it. We'll go out together. <laughs> and we go to Sanity. And I'm like, okay, you stay here and I'll pick you out a CD. And I picked her out. It was a Destiny's Child. Oh, no, it was a Pussycat Dolls album. Right. And then I'm there. I'm like, can I get one as well? Uh, She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I go through and I find, you know, the the hardback cover of him, you know, with his shirt off and the glasses. I was like, looks yeah. like sick. Yeah. So I was like, can I get this? And she surprisingly bought it. Fuck, My mom's yeah. very... Like, well, it's probably swears you're not going to listen to it. But yeah. she bought it and I went home and I must have listened to it nonstop for like two months. Then yeah. I got the game and then the game for it. You had a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he had, yeah, I remember the game. I yeah, and playing my old that. Xbox, you know, you used to have like a memory card. Yeah, it's, I yes, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have one. Yeah. So I used to try like leave my Xbox on all night so I can wake up and continue where I was from. Right. And mum would always come in and just turn it off. And I'd wake up and this was like an ongoing war for for so long. I used to like hide my Xbox under a pile of clothes so she couldn't come in the night and find them. Fuck. So I had to repeat that game mm. every day for so long. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that just solidified him in my head mm. like nuts. He, man, he, yeah, he, he was like one of those rappers that exploded when he came onto yeah, the man. scene. There's some artists too, like just... They come in gradually. Yeah, they do their time. Like Twenty then, years. Yeah, and there. then there's someone who just comes out of nowhere, yeah. and he's still prominent like throughout this time. Like some people yeah. rise and fall, but he's still prominent. And like the funny thing too about him is he's a good actor too. Yeah, no, he's yeah, a yeah, sick yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, like he's, he's done some movies, which I mean, he's done some questionable movies, but lots of actors do. But he's done some wicked movies too. Yeah, I think Den of Thieves. He was good in that. Den of Thieves, that movie, Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, that oh, was, so good. Man, that was like. That's one of I, mean, I watched. That was that. like biblical to me when it, it came was. Out. Yeah. I watched that. I feel like in the last few months, and I remember watching it years ago, and I watched it recently, and it's like, oh wow, it still holds up. 
Yeah. It's when like, I first watched it too, I had no, like, I didn't have the concept that this wasn't actually him. Yeah. Like, growing up. Yeah. I, I really thought someone had recorded him yeah. as a young and I was watching his actual childhood. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I was I mean, one thing as well. Yeah, I mean, look, I would not be surprised if 50 Cent killed people. Oh, At least ordered someone dead. Yeah, that probably. Would, at the very least, ordered someone dead, probably killed someone. And you know what? Hats off to him because you know what? If if I had the power to, I would probably not... You raising your hand people. every two seconds? Off with that. Yeah, I would fuck him. I wouldn't be super petty about it. Like, I've been fucked over pretty badly by some people that I wouldn't kill. But like, I just think definitely that there are a couple. Like, if it was an option. Yeah, to- if it was. You yeah, know. you'd maybe if think I had that it. kind of money. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. If I was a Hollywood producer with connections to the Israeli Mossad and you know the Israeli government, yeah, and I could just get a fucking super assassin over and just say, I just need you to get rid of this guy. I fucking disagree. With you. Yeah, like it. It would occur to me to do it. You know. Now I'm a dickhead, bro. I'll just start ordering hits here and there. Like I, I'm not the just dude that fucking shit out. yeah, yeah, just off them, just off them. Yeah, I don't care how you do it, just do it. I don't yeah, care yeah, if it yeah. Back. yeah and I'm, mm. When it comes to some things, I'm not too thought out. Mm. Fair I'm not enough. Impulsive. Uh, I'm impulsive on a lot of things too, so right. that I totally respect. Yeah, but um, not when it, not not. I don't think when it necessarily comes to killing people. Definitely, there are people who. Yeah, I maybe not, kill. but. Mm. You know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never, you never know. know. Man, my first piece of music I dropped, it was because I'd been working on it for months, mm-hmm. and I kind of had this, this, this feeling that in the next couple of years it's going to be a massive wave of new rappers, which I was right on that. Yeah, it was. So I was like, I really want to get something out now. Who cares about the quality? But it's out now. Yeah. So when you look back, I predate it at least. Yeah. So I really wanted that predating. I think stamp. it's. I think it's fucking a. a Total testament to you because I thought the exact same thing when I did the first episode of the podcast with with you here. Yeah, as the OG member of the podcast. Right, here like, we go, man. That's yeah, a step. I know. Like my I Instagram thought to myself, bio. it's like, man, no one will probably listen to this. Not many people will get to listen to it. A lot. It's actually the podcast is growing as as the listener rate. It's actually growing quicker than I thought it would, um, which I'm kind of happy with. Not, not fucking ginormous yet, but you know, it's got some growth. It's something, it. man. Yeah. It's something to be proud of. And uh, like, I've thought to myself, man, like, I've never done anything like this before. I have no idea how to do a podcast. Let's just do it and see what happens. You yeah. Know? And I did it, and man, I was like, I look back on it, and it's like, man, it's it's so rough compared to episodes I've already done later. Like, yeah. I've already found ways to make improvements and things like that. For sure. But that first episode, man, like I was like, "Fuck, I'm really proud of this." It's it was, like, it was good. Even yeah. being here in the moment and just hearing like the topic of conversation, I was like, "Oh, this is actually really. This is something I'd actually yeah. listen to. This is funny." And and the thing is, you never know until you try, right? Yeah, for and that's sure. the way with so much creative shit, which is like, it's what I encourage anyone to who's listening. It's like if you find like you want to create something for the art of beauty, it's like. It fucking might not be for everyone. Yep, I say the same thing. Just yeah. do it. Just, just do it. Just fucking create it. And it then at the very least, you've done it for your own benefit. You yeah. know, you've created something for yourself. If someone else enjoys it, thumbs up to you. But 100%. it's like yeah. create things that I feel like the first thing on any step for creative wise, create something that you would enjoy. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you've got it. Yeah. And you, you know, for most most art, you know, live 
for a long time, if yes. not forever. Yeah. So you've done it. It's now it's for you, mm. and it's something to be proud of, whether no one else likes it or not. Yeah. So when I was making, when we started making music, it was always like an off thought, like oh, we should put it out, but it was more like nice, no, this fun as to do. Yeah. And me being impulsive, just I just decided to drop it next week, and on that very night it was coming out. I clicked publish. And whilst with all the guys, and we just drank the night away, didn't look at no comments. Yeah. And just, we just, I woke up thinking, like, what happened? Oh, shit, I put out seven songs yesterday. Yeah. Without any real, like, like no warning Promotion. to most of my friends. Or, nah, none of that. Put out my, my, my Instagram story, like, June 15th. Yeah. The wait is over that yeah, no yeah. one was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> man, you, like, you've got to fucking do it, man. Yeah, like, you, yeah, 100%. And it is so much fun. It yeah. is like, I, I've said some pretty obscene shit in my time, so I may get cancelled and have to go back to working FIFO, but in the meantime, I'm having a lot of fun. At least you got cancelled. That's kind of hard to do. Like, not, if you're not doing something nuts. Yeah. Look, I, I think, I think there's a bit in comedians, there's a, there's a sensation in comedians that enjoys getting cancelled. Like the gong show at the comedy lounge, right? right? So the crowd can vote you off though. Yeah, I've heard about now, that. Now I've been voted off before because I was bombing like no jokes were hitting okay yeah and that is a fucking horrible feeling and that was I think my second or third show yeah and that was not great but I've had shows where I've been gonged off where I've had half the audience laughing and half of the audience going ooh like visibly uh, wincing yeah, yeah, at my yeah, jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like I am fucking happy with that result motherfuckers it's like you yep. think you think getting gonged off with that reaction is bad for me? It's like no, that is the only thing that tops that is winning the gong. Yeah, you know. So it's like that, that when that happens, it's almost like you've won. Yes, like exactly. You personally yeah, yeah, yeah. Won over what the crowd was trying to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's sick. That's you know, sick. you haven't ruined my, like to, to the people who laugh. Great. I've I've given you a good time. I've gone for it, and you've enjoyed it. Like I've gone for something sketchy, and you've enjoyed it. The people who are going ooh and visibly wincing, it's like. You've made my night and I've ruined yours. Who do you think's who do you yeah. think's happy, cunt? You know? So it's like that's kind of the way I do yeah, it. I couldn't imagine something like the gong show with rappers. I I couldn't imagine it, man. The the amount of feelings that we get hurt would be insane. And you let rap rappers are you know, kind of the violent type as well. I so, can know. see that. Well, I think that's where it comes into the ego part of it, right? You know, yeah, rappers yeah, yeah. kind of have to have this massive ego in order to like develop their art, and that's where it's kind of important for comedians to kill their ego. To yes, extent, yes, you know? definitely. Have a low opinion of themselves, almost, and because then it's like, you know, it's like if you go on the stage, which is like, man, I already have such a low opinion of myself. I don't care what the audience is thinking of me. And then you go up and you say obscene shit and you get hecklers saying, that's fucking horrible. It's like, you know, yeah, so are your fucking teeth, cunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> man, we're uh, getting up on stage. That's one of the bravest things you can do. Man, it I've is. I've always thought it. I, I know. It is. And it's, most people will never realize how much fun it is to do as an adult, you know? Oh, it's so good. It's, yeah. Every time before I go on, I still get those, you know, those that butterflies. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as soon as you're on there and you're like, okay, I got to yeah. cast it aside. Especially once you minutes. start getting a laugh or a cheer or yeah, a clap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, this is sick. Yeah. And you really like come into your own on stage. Exactly. I, I remember one, I remember two times vividly, I did a joke where I had to have like an extended pause for the laughter and applause. And I was like, Oh, that's oh the fuck! Best. That's amazing. That's the best. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, 
Have you ever had anything like that where like you had to have a sec- full on second where you paused? How what's the tr- maybe the the translation of a rap would be when you'd stop singing the the lyrics and they'd sing it for you like they yeah, know it well enough. That's a yeah, sick feeling when it's that like that would be amazing. And it's it's not a, it's not the ooh, you know they don't yeah, know the yeah. words but they know like yeah. the flow when they yeah. know the words and they they're yelling it back. Yeah, at you. that's. That's the shit. That that's would be wicked. Mm. I mean, sometimes between between songs, I will try to interact with the crowd. Mm. It's always just really like, really typical shit. Mm. Like I might single someone out, ask how they're going. But there was one time where I singled out. This is a full house. Is that convenience? And it was like a full house. I think there was heaps of walk-ins or something. It was weirdly packed. And mm. I just put, put, I picked out some lady and I asked her what she was drinking. She said she said um, uh, my. Was it a martini? A coffee martini? Right. Espresso martini. Espresso martini. Yeah, that's the one. And I, and I talked to the bars. Like, yeah, I have whatever she's having. Apparently, she still thinks it's the morning. And everyone just started laughing. I was like, oh, I didn't think it was that funny. But it was like a... It wasn't a typical laugh. It was, like, I was generally funny laughing. Yeah, no. Nice. Like, Shit, there nice. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. instantly, I just knew like, all right, next song. Don't, yeah, don't start your stand Yeah, don't bask in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next song will be better. Oh, man, it is, it is so hard not to bask in the moment. It's like... Yeah, you really have to have a self-awareness about it. You do, it. you do. Yeah. And I'm getting better at that. But I remember that first time I got an applause and an extended bit. And I was like, oh, this is too good. This is too good. Right. You know? But like... Uh, yeah, that would, that, that, so I can appreciate your moment and I respect you for like getting on, which is like next song, get into it. Because yeah, yeah, the first time I got that applause, that, that pause was not my reaction to just say for my, like my thing was just like basking it for a second and I shouldn't have. Yeah. I don't regret it. Cause it's like, it's a learning curve. hundred percent. But at the time it was just, Oh my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> oh, fuck. If only we could replicate that every time. If only, yeah. If only. If only. Yeah. Real quick, I want to talk to you as far as music taste. Let's talk. Because I've found, I've told you this last time on the pod, where when I was younger, I had a very closed sense of music taste. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And now, and it especially started to happen when I started going to more live gigs and you appreciate the energy of a room and you appreciate the effort an artist puts into their performance. You branch off and you try different styles uh-huh. and different things of music. It's a and different even, perspective. Exactly. And then even when you listen to music that isn't necessarily your cup of tea, yeah. something you wouldn't play in your own house, you're listening to it and you appreciate it a whole lot more. 100%. Is there any type of music that you are into that would surprise your fans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna say. Oh, I'm into everything. Mm, but don't be like that. Yeah, no, nah, not at all. Um, because it's always a lot. Look, I used to be a dancer. Yeah. So before, like, I, I listened to rap heavily in my in my younger years, uh-huh. but in my formative years, I was listening to like really obscure, like, trap DJs or experimental, right. um, experimental chill step and stuff like stuff you could dance like dance to like mm. artists like and no one will know this. No one that's listening will know this. People like Thriftworks. Or yeah, that's it. Thriftworks, Thriftworks, mm. Thriftworks is like, I'll show you a song afterwards, and you're gonna listen like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's one of those shows that you you'll go to, and everyone's just tripping balls on acid type show, and it's like really slow. Sounds like my kind of really show. Really eight away. I think you I think you'll like it. But yeah, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of everything except maybe like the rock, um, you know, stuff to do with bands. I don't mm. listen to a lot of that. I I do listen to a lot of bands, but. Yeah, I've definitely found the taste of them changes. The modern punk rock scene is is kind of garbage. 
a lot of modern country is really great because they are so bluesy and funky I like these modern days. country. Yeah. It's, it's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my uh, parents, uh, my friend's parents, mm. they listen to it. You listen to any country like before 1960, it's yeah. way too yodel It's very hicky. It's a joke. It's like, <laughs> I love you, darling. And like you listen to anything that comes after, it's more soul-orientated blues yep, yep. and funk. It's like they've, they've taken country and they've combined it, especially when you get like a combining it with blues, it makes such good music. Yeah, I think that's the most prevalent... Oh, no, that's not what I want to say. It's... When you, when you say, um, I like it, but I don't listen to it, like yes. I wouldn't play it at home, that's the one that comes first for me. Like, yes. I can appreciate it more than anything else, but I'll never... Play it in your own home. Yeah, nah. Never, yeah, not yeah, once. Yeah. But I get that. And I do listen. I'm like, holy shit, I know why people like this. Yeah. I can imagine seeing this live and singing these specific lyrics. Yes. Hard. Yeah, yeah, hard. yeah. So, some of these lyrics are good. Like, mm. I'm listening to them as a rapper. I'm like, lyricism crazy. That kind of like psychedelic trap music, house music that you yeah. listen to, you should really look up. I'm pretty, he's on Spotify and yeah. SoundCloud. You should look up my friend. He's actually my producer for this right, podcast. Right. He, um, it's his outro song. His outro song on my podcast oh, is no actually him. He's, he's, so he's local dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's like lives. He like lives two minutes from here. I asked him. I was like, man, I'm getting a very cool guest on right. today, and I was like, do you want to come around and listen to it? I think you'd really enjoy it, sitting in and listening, and even being involved. And he was like, oh, I'm busy. I was like, fair right, enough. Right, right. But um, yeah, he, he goes by Elevator Rain. Elevator Rain. And he yeah. does like yeah, like. Is so- it spelled how like freaky? No, 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 straight, not elevator like straight Elevator Rain. Yeah, okay. And uh, it, I've listened to some of his shit, and it's like. Yeah, good. And him and I knew of each other for ages, but we were never really tight friends. But yeah. now, like, I fucking dumped my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. No, she dumped me. Um, that's how that worked. I like the honesty right yeah. there. See, ladies and gentlemen, that right um, there. Yeah, True yeah. Honesty. She, she fucking dumped me. I'll, I'll admit to it. Um, I wasn't that happy about <laughs> no, you it. You know she's watching the podcast. She's just waiting to fucking prove you wrong on Twitter. <laughs> Mate. Uh, I'll tell you a joke about her afterwards because <laughs> uh, I need to wrap this episode up. Shit. I have to cap every hour, episode to an hour and a half now. Oh, okay. For um for transfer data. Uh, I'll eventually yeah. upgrade. Maybe we... some Someday, what we'll do is I'll get my favorite guests on ever and I'll have enough mics set up and we'll bring in acid and we'll do a marathon episode. That'd be sick. That'd yeah, be yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a rapper, it'll be a comedian and it'll be a drag Just queen. Just one from every like, yeah, different yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that... That's a fucking crazy idea, I know, bro. I know. It'd be the weirdest episode fucking ever, but it'd it will, be yeah. very funny. Um, but yeah, him and I, him and I, we always got along, but we became particularly good friends like after that breakup because we, we all, we only ever hung out in house parties, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know he always think, oh, this guy's got a very fucked up sense of humor. But then when we started hanging out like as individuals, he kind of saw that like, yeah, I've got a fucked up sense of humor, but like. I love listening to other ideas and listening to other thoughts and looking at other things differently. And I've certainly changed since I first met him. Um, whereas, and now he's like, uh, we get along so well. And I feel like it's because we hang out as individuals, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, he just sees me in a group and he hears the obscene shit I say. Yeah, and now okay, that we yeah. hang out with individuals, yeah, he still hears the obscene shit I say, but he hears like genuine uh Right, he's got a personal relationship like with you. So, he yeah, knows he, you him and I get along really well now, and I love him a lot. I don't think his girlfriend likes me anymore, though. No. 
Probably not. I can just imagine that the girlfriends of your mates just don't like you. A lot of them don't. Yeah, I a can lot just of them see don't. that. And you know what? I bear that title with pride. So let's say, yeah, I've, I think I've got one of them in my friend group. I don't know if he knows it, but <laughs> we've got one of them. The guys who... Uh, the guys like that usually know it and usually they're happy about it. Let me tell you, man. Real? Yeah, because yes. I was going to say, that's, yes. that's, there's got to be that one guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, look, it's not that, it's not even that we don't like the girlfriends either. No, not at all. I, I have my best mate, his girlfriend probably got the really bad impression of me a couple of times. Um, but her and I get along and I like her and I think she likes me for the most part. But when, her, but when she knows me and Joel, my friend are going on a night out. She's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, and it's not like she's worried I'm going to encourage him, her, him to cheat on her. I'd never encourage that. I'd fucking discourage any of that kind of, of behavior. But anything else goes. <laughs> literally, literally yeah, everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like the one thing that's off. The I know, I know. It's like he's going to come home with a black eye and a tattoo on his dick or At something. And, you know, exactly. Morning. Yeah. And like the day after, if he like has a drug test, he's going to blow up the fucking lab or something like <laughs> yeah. that, you know? So it's like he, whenever I have get the opportunity to do that, I feel like she's just... She's just a little bit like, oh my God, what is he going to do to yeah. my man? She's at home <laughs> scratching chairs yeah, and shit. <laughs> it's a satisfying feeling. We'll wrap it up there, man. I'm yeah, just going to quickly say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm super honored to have my OG guest, the first repeat guest on uh, the fucking, the Thank fucking Tay the Sovereign. Tay the Sovereign. Guys. It's so good having you back. Man. Nah, man. Thanks for having me back again. Once again, great chats, man. Such a good kickback. I know it is. Eh? Yeah, I'm enjoying, I enjoy this shit. Um, you can uh, find the podcast at Profeshi Anal Degenerate Rates um, on Spotify. Uh, you can follow my socials, Alex Flay, uh, on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. We have a TikTok channel oh, coming let's soon. I'll have to tap in with that. Mm-hmm. And keep an eye out on that. We are also, if you want to donate to the podcast, be involved in it, you can get involved with the discussions. You can ask questions on it if you donate to the podcast at Patreon, Profeshi Anal Degen A Rates. Uh, that's yeah. how you get in contact. Also, be on the lookout because I have a street talk comedy channel coming soon in the next couple of months. Something I'm working on. Uh, Kay, bro, yeah. promote. If you're trying to find me on all socials across everything, I'm Kay the Sovereign. Uh, keep a lookout. I'll say it now. Exclusive. My next single is coming out September 9th. It is cold levels to this. And it's a real nice party track. If you like to dance and go out with your mates, this is one you'll like. So yeah, tap in with that. That'll be on all platforms. Uh, if you want to find more of my work with my colleagues, you can go to Shine Records 6K on Instagram or Shine Records on Facebook. We've got a lot of projects coming out there. A lot of projects lined up. Album coming out soon. So yeah, you know the go. Just stay tuned. Follow the page and you'll see what's happening. Thank you. I love you, Kyle. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is professional degenerates signing off.